Hello, Internet. You get to see all of our faces now. All the voices that you listened to a thousand times in episode one and two, you get to see the face reveal of everybody here today. Um, I'm your host, Jacob. I have Casey with me. Hello. J-Rob. And Peter. What's up? We are your four co-hosts for this evening, for this episode um where we will go over we'll have we're gonna have some fun we're gonna open up some packs and j-rob's gonna tell us what we're going to be doing with those packs throughout this upcoming season hopefully and then after the pack openings and when somebody pulls a mic trout probably not me we'll move on and we'll discuss um a topic that peter suggested that we'll do um which is talking about our favorite role players and then after favorite role players, we're going to talk about um, the all-star selection process and what we like and don't like about it. And then along with that, we're going to have an all MLB kind of discussion, like an all NBA type of thing and what we, th- how we think that will do. Um, and that'll kind of be the topics we're going to touch over. We'll go off on, on any tangents that we feel like. And outside of that, if you guys have any questions yourselves that you want to ask us, you can re- there's multiple ways you can reach out to us. The first way you can do it is by email, shagginballspodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our YouTube and leave a comment, which is shagginballs on YouTube. We have a Twitch, which you, some of you might be here live watching the show. And that's at shagginballs as well on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shagginballs. And then we also have a Twitter. Casey runs it so you can flame the M's when you add us on Twitter. <laughs> Don't flame the M's, please. I'll, I'll cry. But that handle is at Shaggin Balls PC. And yeah, so that's all of our social media links. You can check us out on any platform that you guys prefer there. And uh, we'll soon be on iTunes and Spotify. Maybe that's where you're listening to us for the very first time. Um, well, and thank you all for joining us. But yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to the next thing. We're going to be talking about um, a topic that Peter suggested. Uh, Pete, you want to kind of intro and maybe give us your role player? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, you know, stars, on, especially on your team, people love all the time that, you know, for me, Yankees, you got Derek Jeter, you got Mo Rivera, like, you know, absolute stars that everyone loves. But there's also for everybody in every team, there's the players that are role players aren't doing as much for your team, but you just absolutely love them. Like fan favorite type of guys, just, you know, not putting up all the stats of the stars, but just absolute fan favorites. So mine that I came up with for, with this is my guy, Melky Cabrera had some steroid scandals post the Yankees, you know, <laughs> post the Yankees. definitely wasn't doing, definitely was not doing that in my, you know, dugout, my locker room, because we're a class organization, but yeah, Melky Cabrera. I just loved him. And also another one that I have is backup catcher had a ton of concussions. So 
anytime we needed him, he got hurt. But I loved, <laughs> loved Francisco Cervelli. Went and played for the Pirates after. It was pretty decent for them, but again, concussion. Yeah, he, so. he went well with those. When the Pirates having those couple of runs in like the mid-2010s, they were, he was part yeah, of those he, good runs. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. helpful. So, yeah, those are just two guys that came to my head that I loved. Just role players, not stars. But So, let's go with Casey. Who are some role players that you've loved? Uh, so, I have two that I came to my mind. Um, my first one's Michael Young of the Rangers. He was like their probably their good utility guy. He played some first, some second, some third, DH. Like towards the end of his career, he kind of became that role player. Um, and my second one's actually a current player, D Gordon. I love D Gordon, man. He's not getting as much playing time now, but man, he team player. You just love the guy. D Gordon's a good guy. I think D Gordon has one of like the coolest moments in baseball with the Jose Fernandez thing when he passed away mm-hmm. right after. Yeah. And D Gordon came, came up and just hit like the only it. home run he's like ever really hit and just like kind of mm-hmm. hit like, him and then like everybody really emotionally. So I have a story about D Gordon. I have a couple Great stories about moment. D Gordon. All right. Hit so story. yeah, D Gordon is not a power hitter at all. Like, you know, he's, he's just known for his speed and fielding, right? He's in like my Casey lifetime, Exactly. In my lifetime, I have seen two D Gordon home runs live. <laughs> I saw him in his first series as a Mariner against the Indians back in 2018. I was there for opening week. This dude unlaunched a bomb against, I think it was Trevor Bauer. And he like pulled out his best Ken Griffey stride. Oh, it was perfect. I loved every second of that. And my second one was last year uh, in New York. Uh, I think it was the third game. I think it, he's going against, I want to say Masahiro. And he just launched one into Yankee Stadium. But, I mean, Yankee Stadium is kind of like, a you know, a, a youth park in a sense. It's, uh, I think, like 200 down the line. Like, you know, some ridiculous where, <laughs> I mean. Basketball. <laughs> so I don't know if I count that, but I did see two D. Gordon home runs live. I don't know who else can say that besides and his I teammates. Mean, I don't even know if D. Gordon can say that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go with, uh, let's hear, let's go J-Rob. Uh, so I have two. First one was kind of like, well, I mean, he was a Cardinals player for a long time. And then in the last couple of years, he's been elsewhere. Matt Adams, uh, AKA big city. And he was just like a stud. Like he was first base. I mean, he backed up for Albert Pujols when Pujols was still there. And well, actually, no, he didn't come into the league till 2012. And that's when, uh, Pujols left. So he's kind of the reason or with Pujols leaving, like why he came up or is just like, I guess, good timing for that. But he's never like a huge power hitter. Like last year, some stats, he had 20 home runs, which is good. 70 hits, 56 RBIs, only batted 226. He's just like, he's always kind of been like a clutch player, even with the, with the Nationals. Yeah, he's been with years the ago. Yeah. Yeah, the Nationals and then Atlanta. He's going to be with the Mets this year, but he's just always been a solid player. Uh, my second person, I actually don't like this person whatsoever, but I feel like if this player was on my team, I would like him a lot. Uh, and that's Hunter Pence. Um, I don't know if I could ever get over his, like, or his batting stance or anything or how he bet swings, but just... I mean, he's getting older too now, but he just always has seemed like kind of like a more clutch player, just like one of those annoying players that just, I don't know, is very scrappy type. Yeah, it's very, just, I don't know, it part. seems seems really uncoordinated. Did he started the All-Star game last year? I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> it's the freaking DH. 
remember that. That's crazy. I like those ones. Um, yeah, Matt Adams is a really interesting player. Like, I feel like he could have been like a, got had a starting role at some point, but he's always like been like a fill-in kind of. Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't gone to yeah. the AL either. Like, he's like weirdly like stuck around like the NL East. He also came back to you guys for a season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for like half the season. Yeah. Yeah. He likes the teams he's played for. Those organizations. Anyways, so with my player, one of my players, I'm going to ask you guys a question. And the question is, who do you think of when I say fastest home run? Casey, who do you think of when I say fastest, fastest home run? Like, first play we're talking like your mind. exit velocity? Like first velocity? Thing, or like, first play that comes uh, to mind. Who is that dude? I think it was for the Braves. He like basically sprint. I don't know his name, but I can like picture him. Like he like had like the fastest trot last year. Or something. he just like basically sprint or like Bryce Harper too. Like that's what yeah, I think. Of, like a fast he, home run. Came busted out. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're pretty much dead on like where I'm going with it. Um, I asked my brother that question. He was like Giancarlo Stanton. I'm like, yes, that's the answer. <laughs> like exit velocity. But no, I'm talking about yeah, that Sheffield. That's who came to mind for me. Sheffield, Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield came exit absolute lasers too. out. So the player that I'm talking about is Adam Rosales. Freaking hauling ass around bases. He just full on sprints. <laughs> He's a utility infielder who's bounced around several teams. Um. But yeah, he's like kind of known for like his sprint. Like he always has like the fastest home run trot for like each season, but he only hits like a couple, but he gets it and then he goes. So I want you guys to guess what you think his fastest home run time is. Pete, what do you think his, his fastest home run trot is? What's do you know, or what's roughly like the average for a home run trot? I don't know what the... I don't know the average. I should have looked that up. I should have given you guys more of a reference. Yeah, yeah. I would guess twenty-four, five eight seconds, something like that. Jordan, um, ask Casey first. <laughs> Casey, <laughs> the fastest. Uh, I'm gonna go like thirteen seconds. Okay. Good lord. <laughs> Well, so I just I looked up the average speed. The average speed last year. Oh wait, never mind. This is a couple of years ago. Anyway, this is from actually twenty ten. popped up, but it's twenty two seconds is the average. I assume yeah. it's somewhat oh, similar. Yeah. So Pete, I'd you say, can give me. I'd guess say low teens. Like twelve. Yeah. Twelve thirteens where Casey and J Rob are. Pete, you want to re-guess that's, the 24? I'll, I'll go I'll go 11 just to be that guy. You guys are Ooh, fast. Yeah. You guys are fast. It's 15.88. It's his fastest home run trot. He's got like yeah. others in the 16 area. Like Billy Hamilton like had one year where he was like had the fastest home run trot. And it was just because he was thought he was going for a triple. And then like the third base coach was like, no, you hit it out. You're good. <laughs> and then he kind of <laughs> like eased up, but he still had like, oh, the fastest down. time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so he played a few years for the Padres and I, just, he's just like one of those weird guys that'll stick out in my head whenever I see somebody like start sprinting the bases. Um, another guy that I, um, that I liked growing up, uh, he played for the Padres in like the mid two thousands. I don't know if he, I think he was a Yankee for a little bit, but it was Xavier Nady. Xavier Nady is just a guy that I liked his name. It was cool. And then he had a streak with the Padres where he had like. I think like five home runs in like consecutive games. So he had a fun little streak that sticks out to me as well. Um, I like whatever his- I think of Xavier Nady. It reminds me of, for some reason, of Jason Bay. I just don't know why. 
Because they were both pirates at the same. They're both pirates at the same time. Been, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did play yeah. for the pirates. Jason Bay. Yeah, they were both pirates, and then he came to New York after the pirates. Oh, oh. But Ooh. yeah, was there anybody else you guys want to mention from like role players that kind of stuck out? If there's any other names lingering. I think David Eckstein was like more of a role player when he came with to the Padres, but he's just like super scrappy. One of those guys you like love seeing compete on like the, a major league field against like just bigger, better athletes than him. Did he go to you guys after the Cardinals? Do you know what year he was with you guys? He was with us uh, like 2010, I think was his last year with us. So I think he was with us 09, 10. Yeah, because he won. He was 2006 World Series MVP with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, anyone awesome. is like Corvette or whatever. Yeah, I and yeah, he's my... always checking it out. He's like, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite memories, just as a Cardinals fan in general, but like it's of David Eckstein. It's literally, I can't remember where we were playing. I think it was the West Coast team. He was like faking bunt. <laughs> and then he pulled back into it and then swung. And literally, he's like, D Gordon, like, does not hit home runs. The wall right here, ball. Like inches over the wall, literally yeah. right down the left field line. Like, like, I was at my aunt's house. We were having like, some family gathering out of it. That's just like, I know that. Home run. Yeah, I know what you're scrapping. talking about. I wasn't it like a big yeah. home run, like multi home run, too, like a three run shot or something. Yeah, it was, yeah, a big play. It was like an old game, exactly, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, anyways. So that was great. I liked those guys. Um, I was thinking about doing Brett Gardner for one, but I was like, no, nah, I won't do it. <laughs> uh, so the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, like, it's something that's on my, been on my mind a decent amount. Like we have awards at the end of the season and stuff. Like we have silver slugger, gold glove, MVP, Cy Young. Um, one of the things I dislike about it is how we like hand all those awards out like double. I don't like that. We hand it out like, to both leagues because it kind of feels like it's more spread out even if like the running wasn't as like deep it feels like we're giving some like shallow awards out to some people and i really feel the same way about all-star selections as well um so that's what kind of the area we're going to kind of focus or i'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on is like the all-star selection and something like the NBA does that I think is kind of cool is that they have an all NBA team at the end of the year. I don't know how many teams they do. I think they go like three or four deep all NBA teams, they but three. they go it's three and three all NBA teams. Okay, so they go three deep and it covers like East and the West conference. So both like conferences, both leagues in um, total, they take the best, like two guards, best two forwards and like the best center. And they put like that collection of five players on the first all NBA team second and third all nba team so it's like more of like a a token of reward that players can really put on like their resume for like potentially going to the hall of fame or like showing off like peak seasons compared to the rest of their peers i feel like whereas i think we throw around all-star this like in a similar fashion almost sometimes but it only feels like it's it's just like a first half performance and i don't like how Somebody can have a great first half and then they get that all-star, but they didn't have a great second half and we don't recognize that. So I don't know if we should have like an all-star when we keep that, which I think is still, I'm not dissing the all-star. I just don't like the nomination as like a recognition type of thing so much. 
because I wish we had like a part two. Like I want to <clears> celebrate <throat> the people who also had a good second half, like someone who bounced back or something. I think that would be fun stuff to talk about. Um, so I don't know if like a whole season long type of thing um, makes sense, but I kind of want to hear uh, your thoughts, J-Rob, on how you feel about like, kind of like the all-star selection in general, what you like, what you don't like maybe, and then your thoughts on maybe all NBA or maybe a completely new award or something for the fans to celebrate for like their players and stuff. Yeah. So the first person I thought of when we first brought up this idea of like, I mean, even just recognizing the players in like the second half of the season was last year with uh, Jack Flaherty, like the Cardinals starting pitcher, kind of like what he's become their ace. He, I mean, leading up to the end of the season and for most of the second half of the season, he had like the best stats for a starting pitcher in like all the MLB. Like his ERA was ridiculously low. His strikeouts were really good. He was going like a solid seven, eight innings almost every game. Um, and he didn't make the all-star game. Uh, but I mean, he didn't have the best first half, so like you don't expect him to go into the All Star game. By the end of the season, he had a solid year put together with wins. I can't remember all the stats; I didn't pull it up. But just like I don't know, I feel like players like that should get recognized. Like obviously, you're recognized in the first half with the All Star game. There's players who do the exact opposite, like who fall off second like half of the year, yeah, and then. But I feel like if we put if MLB did do like an all MLB team, I think that would be really cool because maybe some of those players that were in the All Star game aren't in that same team. I mean, a lot of them I'm sure would be, but I think it would be like a cool award or just kind of like like you said, something on the resume that's going to help or just show like what you've done or like what the standout's been, and even just like I don't know as a player like. Personally, like the awards, everything like that, I guess with the award, just saying like, oh, I was on the 2020 MLB all first team or whatever. Like That's just, I don't know. To me, if that was me putting myself in that place, like that's just mind blowing. And I guess that's almost with any award, but I feel like that's a big accomplishment. You say the all-star game, but everybody knows that's first half or just first half of the season. So if you don't like if you're good, anything like that, but then you get put like, Practically, it's the full season all-star team. I think that's pretty dope. I would love to see something like that as what it mean and just to recognize actually like the players that maybe didn't have a bad first half, but was it great at a second or great second half and then I don't know, rewarded for it. Maybe they don't though. Like they could still not make it depending on everyone else. But I think that's good. Um, what was Sorry, what was the second part you asked me? The... Other um, part of that question, you know, I think you covered a lot of it because I can't really uh, remember um, exactly. Because I, I really like the point about the Jack Flaherty discussion. Like, it's like maybe it's not the award or whatnot, but like a lot of the All Star people get like just so much recognition while they're on like TV, like the updated All Star votes, where they are, like who's making a late surge and stuff like that. Like, where it's like a popularity contest. And I feel bad for somebody like Jack, Jack Flaherty who came on and like really like took over the scene. It's like this guy's like a top flight pitcher, but he doesn't get that recognition until or that. Yeah, like the the national um, scene is aware of him until like he gets to the playoffs. But that's like just if he gets there, it's not even like I think second half is a lot more interesting than the first half because there's a lot more young yeah. talent getting like opportunity to like come up and prove themselves where like. 
a lot of aging vets maybe like fall off the roster and stuff. Um, well, I almost, or sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I think the second half is almost more intense too, just oh, yeah. the season in general, because I mean, unless your team that's not in contention, which there's a lot of teams that won't make the playoffs, but are still potentially can in contention yep. until like the last couple of weeks until they get knocked out. But everyone's just fighting for a playoff race. So, I mean, at 162 games, obviously in a regular season, not this year, won't be that, but like you're fighting like that second half of the season. Chart. And so I think that speaks more to Jack Flaherty. Like teams are putting up a tougher fight, True. especially like teams we play in the division and everything. And he's still pitching really good. Not that players don't try in the first half or anything like that, but it's just, especially the more they're the closer you get to the end of the season, the more of like the playoff atmosphere, regular season games. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Pete, I want to get your feelings and thoughts on the, uh, what we've been discussing as well. But along with that, I'd like to hear how you feel about like kind of like the all-star process and like what a real all-star means to you. Like maybe it's a little bit different for you as a Yankee fan where maybe like if you guys have like Glaber Torres or Didi Gregorius who has like a good first half. Like, is there a feeling maybe as Yankees culture, like you guys can go and back that guy to get that all-star vote? And do you feel it's like, I don't know, maybe it's as impactful? Because like as a Padre fan, like there's nobody like we're just going to like surge up and get into the all-star game. So I wonder as the Yankee perspective, but also as a whole, how you feel about maybe the all-star, how there's always a chosen representative and maybe how that just, it kind of dinks just oh, this person is a one-time all-star where it's like, I think it's, it actually shows better players who are like three-time all-stars or higher or something like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, so definitely I'll just start off by like, you brought up the NBA point and it's definitely like Hall of Fame credentials. All NBA is like way more important than an all-star cool. vote because like, I mean, there's so many players that are one-time all-stars but never made an all-NBA team because they like, had a good first half or fan voting or all this stuff. So I definitely think, and it's like for the NBA all-star, there's 24 players, but then to get to the all NBA at the end of the season, after the whole season worth, it's only 15. So I definitely think doing that would be like, it just shows a more representation of like your whole season, which is more impressive than just putting up a couple hot months in the beginning. So I definitely think that. And then you also brought up the like, I mean, baseball does have the gold glove, silver slugger awards at the end of every year. And the NBA kind of similar with like, I mean, they have the all defense team as well as the all NBA team. Yeah. But it's like, I think having an all NBA team, all MLB team would be because it's like has to show you're combining all the skills yeah. for baseball, which would be more impressive. And then I think, yeah, just doing as well, like you said, where you just do two maybe three teams but it's just like nine regardless of conference i think would be like it just like especially when you're going into like hall of fame debates and like you know yeah, career yeah, yeah. debates type of those things i think that would be really awesome to just have that like extra like oh they made five straight all L M all mlb teams like that's if you're one of the top three players at your position for five straight years in your career, like that's super impressive. And, and then guess, to go lead. The, no, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's just, a, it was just a thought. I was just going to say like all-star nominations. 
you guys know it as some M- as NBA fans, but also MLB fans, like how a name can get you in to like the last like yeah. all-star game, but it's like, you're not really an all-star. Like we put Jeter in, like, I don't like Jeter should be there. Like Kobe Bryant should be there for like their last all-star games and stuff. And it's fitting, but it's like, that's going to go on like the resume as well kind of thing. And it's just, they're yeah, not going to go on the all M- NBA team at the end of the year, at the end of the season, just yeah. because of a name. Yeah, and then, yeah, so that's I definitely like, like you said, like if you make one, maybe two all stars, like, you know, it can happen. But I think once you get to three or more, but then, yeah, there's people that just like are getting on because of who they are rather than like, regardless of the season you're having or anything. And then just like talking about the all star in itself, like, I definitely think there are too many all stars right now because it's like, you know, you have pitchers come out face one bat, and obviously, like, you're not trying to out right. actual season but i think like you know by the ninth inning you have all stars but like they're you know bottom of the barrel like good i'm um, obviously good players to make an all-star team but i think it'd be way better to have less all-stars and maybe like you know four innings for the first set of guys, five innings for the second set of guys, and you're just having like a more elite team. I think that would just be more fun for the fans as well as like even the players, like that competition, like what they've done with the NBA all-star one where they like the players drafted themselves, like maybe doing that with baseball too, where it's like, it's been way more competitive the past like two, three years because it's, they're taking it a lot more seriously. And so I feel like, by not letting the like superstars be like, okay, I'm going to go out get one at bat, play two innings in the field. And then I'm done. Yeah. Like if you get them to take it a lot more serious, I just think that would be way more exciting. Yeah. I like that. So I would like, I would like to cut down the number of all-stars there are, which helps with the like career argument as well. Cause you know, I have all these people like piling up all-stars that aren't necessarily the top of the line players yeah yeah as well as and then like you said the yankees obviously we have like multiple all-stars every single year and when you brought up the voting thing it reminded me there was one time when jason giambi was like the guy the yankees i i can't 100 percent. i'm 99 percent sure we got they got him into that thing over some like up-and-coming guy that was like having a way better season yeah. but it's like Jason Giambi playing for the Yankees. So it's like, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's exciting when, as a Yankee fan to have sure. my players in the all-star game to root for, but it's like, he doesn't necessarily deserve that over. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Better players. So it's kind of like more of an exhibition game, you know, rather than that's why, like, I, I think, think all was MLB like a... would be a great idea. Yeah. I think there was a weird like surge where like the Royals like fan base started like hard like voting their like team players and they had all nine guys yeah <laughs> yeah then they're like all right we're gonna change some like, of this uh, yeah how it's going yeah right. same thing happened with basketball too where they had a uh, who was it I think some, didn't AI make it as like a freaking Grizzly from... or something Allen Iverson 
like just because he was so yeah, popular like just his name like and it's just yeah. like okay he's not even playing but yeah. he's gonna be starting was, as an yeah. all-star there's some foreign basketball player like three years ago that's why they changed the nba voting because like oh yeah there was uh until zaza? the last day who was it zaza Pachulia. he's from georgia yeah Pachulia. Yeah, that's freaking and, like, great because the, the whole country just <laughs> yeah, decided country he was making was the all-star game so it was until like the last vote when they updated and it's like no he's not in him it's like who knows whether he actually got the most votes in the NBA it's like we're not having Zaza Pachulia start the all-star game but like they changed it so that's like yeah. uh, it kind of makes it way more of an exhibition game which is why I think the all MLB idea is great because it's like way more serious and then the exhibition game of the all-star game is like not as serious because that's all that's like counting up for your like hall of fame canon to see eventually yeah absolutely jay rob did you have a thought yeah sorry two things super quick brief pete i guess you kind of touched on it already but like it do and for everybody do we feel that like new york boston la those players have a better chance of making the all-star team because they're going to get more votes because there's more they just have a bigger fan base i mean they've changed it a little bit but isn't at least a good majority just like fan voting for like how you get into the all-star game i still game. think it's like there's a good chunk of it but it's not completely dependent on it like it was a few years ago like the nba was too i think they both the nba and mlb have like they still obviously want the fans to get excited and hyped and stuff because it's like marketing yeah. and they want people to build interest but it's not completely dependent on it i think the interesting part is with the all-star stuff it's only impactful for the, like the starting lineup so obviously MLB has like eight starters for position players. I guess nine if you have the DH. Um, so there's more impact there, but like they can't impact the reserves. So yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, I do think so because Matt Kemp was a freaking All Star last year, and guess what? He's out of the freaking league because he's trash. But he had an okay <laughs> second first half. Sorry, that's a little anger. Yeah, oh, you're good. But yeah, yeah I, I, I thought there's like I think the players players and coaches vote on like the starters or the reserves or something like that and then yeah the fan voting is like the op the other i can't remember for sure but i think it is something like that yeah um also with that i have my opinion about this but i don't hear your guys as well do you think or what do you think about the change the all-star or the mlb made to the all-star game a couple of years ago and they took like the meaning because like, it used oh, to be yeah also, the winner of the All-Star game would determine either the NL or AL, which team in the World Series, yeah, got home field advantage. It's like that they changed it. Do you like it the other way? Yeah. I definitely like that they changed it because, like, you know, if you have 15 more wins than the other team, like, you earned home advantage in a matter. And that's, what, again, where it comes back to, like, the people playing in the ninth inning aren't the people that should be deciding the game if it's, like, meaningful. So, like, yeah, you can't have, you know, somebody from the Rockies struck out when you had a guy on third to give you home field advantage in the series. And, you know, the Rockies were eliminated in August, like, had no chance of the playoffs. So that's why I like, I like it to, I would like it to have some meaning where it's like a more consequential, exciting game, but not like you shouldn't have it having any impact on the World Series or playoffs, I don't think. I think, well, because I feel like almost if there was meaning and previously, because the, the managers of the All-Star Game, and this is still the case, the managers who were in the World Series the year before are the managers for next year's All-Star Game. Next year will be the Nationals 
and the Astros manager uh, for the managers for the All-Star game. I feel like, and before they, at like, obviously, or I don't know. I think they do or had did try to, like, obviously win. Everyone wants to win. But, yeah, there's not as much meaning anymore. Um, at the same time, Pete, you bring up, like, getting the most wins. And to pick on you, because you're a Yankees fan, you got 103 wins last year. But at the same time, you have the Baltimore Orioles and the Toronto Blue Jays in your league. Those are two of the worst teams in all the MLB. Not the two worst teams, but those are two, two trash teams. Like 103 wins in that division isn't anything spectacular. I mean, it is a good mark. Anytime you hit 100 wins, that is good. Like, you literally have the worst team in Maybe not win-loss-wise, but that's a lot of free wins. Like how many wins did you get from the oil or, or yeah, from Baltimore this year? I can't. Waver had a lot of home runs against him. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Waver hitting seventy percent is a ridiculous number. Yeah, we got a ton of wins, and that is like a definitely an interesting point. Maybe like you could make it your out of division record or something. Plays often, or like maybe your NL record versus their AL record. That could be interesting. That would be yeah. Like because there's definitely like scenarios where you get a feast on the crappy teams within your division and just like build up on that. But Casey, we haven't heard from you in a while. What are some of your thoughts on? Um, I mean, I don't have a lot to say on this topic. Um, always like on the meaning of the all-star game. Cause as like, as a Mariners fan, I, it doesn't matter. Don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, and it's hard. Cause like, as a small market team, like it kind of goes back to what you were saying. Um, being in Seattle, we don't have a lot of like we have star players. We don't have we don't play meaningful meaningful baseball. So I guess like an all star recognition is nice for us in a sense because it kind of gets our name out there. But one idea I did have about like the all pro team, all MLB team is along with that is like players like the Mariners or the Rangers that don't necessarily have a ton of all stars aren't going to build like Hall of Fame resumes have like kind of what college football does has like an all like AL West team to where like players within your division that are viable to their team can get recognized recognition as well for what they did that year. Like Mitch Hanniger, well, when he was healthy, um, like JP Crawford for them, uh, who else am I thinking of Daniel Vogelback? Like he was an all-star last year, but no one knew who he was. And the only reason he was there is because you have to have someone from each team represent your team in the all-star game. And who else the marriage is going to send, you know? So I guess I like really? having more recognition, but I also want to see like, you have like tiers of it, like either have like three levels of like your MLB first team, MLB second team, MLB third team, or like your all MLB team with your all division team, just something that, you know, get more recognition out there. Cause I feel like an all-star game, like going back to your guys' points, like you can have a great first half and then just completely fall off. And so I I don't have a lot of all-stars on my team, so I <laughs> I don't really care. It's just fun to see the best players out there. And that's what I kind of do. I like to see like the showcase of like the best players. And that's why I, I kind of disagree with you, Pete, on like meaningful baseball. Or like because if it means something, like if you're like it's an all-star game. Like you're there because you were chosen amongst the MLB players or the fans. Like you're having a good year regardless. 
even though like someone on the Rockies could be up there, that someone on the Rockies could be Nolan Arenado. Like there's players there that aren't just like average players. They're, they're all like they are an all-star. And like that's not a given. Like you do have to earn that. It's not just like I mean, it's easier on some clubs compared to like the Mariners or like the Pirates, the Reds, like the White Sox. Like you have to earn your spot on that team. So I think there should be more meaning about it. I don't know necessarily deciding home field advantage in the World Series because you could have the Yankees rely on home field advantage to someone batting on the Orioles. Like I get that point, but it's also they're all all stars there. So that's my thoughts yeah, on it. I get that. That's definitely interesting too. I would. What are your guys' thoughts on like you vote for the starters, but they're actually the closers. Like they play guaranteed the last like two innings or three innings or whatever. So like rather than Mike Trout, you know, is gone by the third inning at best, like he comes in for the eighth and ninth inning. So like they're starters, but really they're like playing at the most important part of the game. Well, I, I think that, I don't know if I agree with that uh, just cause for ratings wise, like you want your starters. Cause there's a lot, they have like the whole like starting, like, lineup show where they announce the rosters and like the lineups um and like if you think about it like a game could be determined in the first inning you could have like a 10 run inning and they couldn't recover from that so it's like i think the whole game is important i kind of like the format how it is right now like you vote your starters in like the people that are there because like starting in any sport is like you want to start you don't want to sit on the bench so i get where you're coming from but it's also like i feel like the players they have, like, because going back to my point, these are all all stars. Like, they're good players. They're not just, I mean, unless you're Daniel Vogelback. But um, that's just how I view it, at least. I don't know. What do you guys think? J Rob is a team that actually has playoff aspirations. What are your thoughts? Hey. Someone <laughs> else asked me something. I can't respond to that. <laughs> um,. <laughs> So, well, at your point or what you asked actually kind of got me thinking. I'm like, maybe that would be a good idea. But I do agree with Casey, like, just like the opening ceremony or just what the All-Star game is. Like, I mean, they make it a big deal. I mean, it is a big deal that you make the All-Star game for the most part more times than not. But, yeah, like, if you put up a bit, like, they even put up, like, five runs in the first inning. Like, that's tough to get over in any game, even with the team full of all-stars, like still baseball. I mean, you have players every year who some are, who are some of the best players in the league that will go over two or, and I mean, that's not that bad, but I mean, they only get two at bats, but it's just, I mean, baseball is one of the only sports or probably the toughest sport to be consistent at. And you can always be a good player, but you still have off days. So as in every sport, but baseball is a lot harder, like trying to hit a 99 or a hundred mile per hour fastball or like different things like that. You're also going up against the best pitchers like in the league. So, I mean, it's both sides. Um, I don't know. I do. I do feel like the all-star game should have some meaning, but meaning I have no idea. I did like how it did factor who got home field advantage in the world series, just because honestly, at that point of the year, you can maybe guess going to be in the World Series, but you still have just under half a season. We could literally be, even though like October when the Yankees were in the World Series and there was a Baltimore player up to bat back in July, like no one knew that was actually going to 
affect anything. That Baltimore player didn't like Chris Davis, didn't freaking try to strike out on purpose or anything like that. It's just, I don't know what it is. I think, it, I don't know. I think they're all competing, especially if it has meaning. If you go play pickup ball, yeah, you're going to try, you have fun. If you're in a bas- men's basketball league, like you're going to try a little bit harder. Like anytime there's meaning, try a little bit harder, you go a little bit extra. Also, and, the game might be a little bit different because people don't want to get hurt. But yeah, and to add, and to add to that, I know there's player incentives as well. Like if you're an all star and you're on the winning side, you get a bonus. Like it's not just they're playing just for shits and giggles. Like you do get a cash reward for winning your on your team. So I do think players are motivated to play in it. That are it's not just like oh I'm because like, I've definitely thought about this too. Like what's a player? Let's say that's on the Reds. Why is he in the bottom of the ninth like why does he care that to win the game you know like if he's not in playoff contention and he's you know like why is he there what's the money like you would care more like compared to like mike trout in the bottom of the ninth yeah like trout wants to win but reds player isn't making the bucks that mike trout is making so like a few however much money it is it's probably chump change to what mike trout is actually making like that incentive for him, yeah, it's more money, but like I don't think is as big as like say someone who just snuck into the All Star game or is like the one player representing like a team that didn't have a player already on the roster or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all really interesting. I think just to sum up my thoughts about the All Star game itself is it's an exhibition game. It's a good mid season break for the players. Um, I think it's a celebration of the top talent. Um, I think the requirement of having every person, every team to have a representative um, is fine. I think that's good for everybody to have somebody to root for everyone to have a rooting interest into the game. Um, But if that is the case, I don't think it should have any impact like the world series uh, home field advantage, because why would you then get a, person from every team like from the Orioles from the Marlins just like those teams who are who might have an all-star player but they might not and you but you have to give them somebody you know so it's just like I think it should be more relaxed so if it's not like super competitive that way like at least they can try to get in like everybody into the game to at least have their moment in an all-star game if it's like their only all-star game you want the kid to get in if it's going to be his only all-star game so i think it should be more about a celebration of all the stars i think what's really cool about the broadcast stuff is how they can have like the interviews while they're like out on the field and it's much more engaging like with the actual players and the talent on the field gets you like more enwrapped in like what they go through or like the discussion like the spring training stuff with like Brizzo, uh, Rizzo and Bryant where they were interviewing both of them and they were having like commentary back and forth like just more stuff like that I think will be really fun as well but it sounds like everyone likes the idea of an all MLB or the all division team just to give more recognition for like complete seasons like Peter said like we have the gold glove silver slugger but it would be cool to have the recognition for like a really good year like all we really have to show for somebody who's had a good year is like where they finished in MVP voting. It's like, cause which is like 20 slots. And it's like, if they finished in there, then that's something they can speak to. Um, but I think the all MB, all MLB would be interesting um, to have. Cause I think Casey, you're talking about how you guys didn't have all stars, but a player that came to my mind that you were, well, while you were talking was 
Felix Hernandez. And it's like, if you had Felix Hernandez get like on like three or four all MLB teams, wouldn't that mean a little bit more as like a Mariner fan? Yeah, well, it gives him more of a chance because I mean, we only, we only have two Hall of Famers in Ken Griffey and uh, Ken Griffey Jr., excuse me, and um, Edgar Martinez. So it would definitely help more like build resumes because the same with like Ichiro. Like these guys have never seen a playoff game. And so for them to get those votes and get on those like all MLB teams, those all division teams, like it would help build a resume for them. Um, just to kind of give us as a as fan something more to feel appreciated about, because like as a fan, like it sucks like to see like the Yankees or like the Red Sox, the Dodgers get like five or six all stars and we can barely scrap by with Daniel Vogel back. And it's like he gets one at bat. So it's like. We don't get as much recognition. I'm sure you kind of saw that with like the Padres in years past. Yeah. So I would like to see more recognition just for like the bottom tier teams or lower market teams that can't produce as much talent. I think you're all division. And it kind of like is really smart. That would be really cool. Yeah, just like it just helps players like feel appreciated and like it give like it recognizes players like like i said felix hernandez or like ichiro those are two prime examples of seattle players that wasted their primes in seattle and I, so they didn't really get any recognition yeah i guess wasted, but that's something you have man like that's so cool to have that like that's for me as a Padre fan like i hold on to like the jake pv season where he got the Side like the triple crown where he had like the 19 wins, like the two ERA, and he like led the league mm. in strikeouts. Like, that's something like I yeah, hold don't get me wrong. Like, it's, yeah, yeah like wanna, we definitely have like Keen Felix, else. yeah. Well, like Felix starting the 2014 All Star game, you yeah. know, Jeter's last game, that's kind of cool to see that. And like, count, how many countless Ichiro All Star starts that he had for Seattle, like, that's like what put us on the map, I guess. But it'd be nice to keep like consistently being like reminded, like having our name out there yeah all right cool well i really enjoyed uh hearing what all you guys had to say is there any uh final words f- before we kind of i think we're gonna be wrapping here soon um but anything else as far as the all mlb stuff or maybe just new awards that you would i don't want to ask new awards maybe that's another topic we can go into like with Statcast, all the stuff that we can actually measure now i think there's probably a good opportunity for the mlb to like celebrate some stuff that hasn't been able to sell be haven't hasn't been able to celebrate back in like the past. I think that's maybe kind of MLB's ruggedness is they don't want to change things because they have such a rich history with some stuff and like the awards that they're pretty hesitant to do that. But I don't know. What do you guys have to say? Anything else? Go M's. Go M's. <laughs> There's this idiot M's fan I know. <laughs> this idiot Mariners fan that I know. And let me just tell you. I mean, I respect a couple players from their franchise, but I met this guy and it's just like my respect level <laughs> went down immensely. Oh. It's just embarrassing to be mm. around that guy. Cardinals over Yankee six, World Series twenty twenty. And then you woke up. <laughs> you turned your PlayStation off. Woke up the day after and freaking partied because the Cardinal That's no All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me again for episode three of Shaggin' Balls. And we hope all of you guys enjoyed. Goodbye, Internet.
I'll now pass it off to J-Rob to get into the first card pack opening and kind of give us a slight overview. All right. So, boys, first thing I need you to do, hold them up. Hold them up for me. Come on. Where are they at? Here. Let's see that pre-ripped because it takes you an hour to open a pack of baseball cards. I'm prepared. Shout out Boy Scouts. <laughs> Boy Scouts of America, be prepared. Um, anyway, so what we're doing with the baseball cards, we came up with the idea of kind of almost doing like a fantasy with it. Um, we all loved baseball cards and like wanted to do like as kids had baseball cards and everything. So we all went and bought like the tops 2020 baseball series one pack of baseball cards, pack of 16. We're going to open those up today and kind of like what's that called a draft yeah that's the right word yep Good job jordan um so yeah, do a draft way. we're gonna open them up and it might just one education <laughs> <laughs> hey don't, don't knock on that midwest education i got that same thing seriously you can tell <laughs> all right i don't see no trees around but you're throwing a lot of shade brother <laughs> um anyways thank you peter I think did you guys all open your packs yet or not yet? Because if you haven't yeah. opened those things, mine's open. I haven't opened right. anything yet though. Yeah, I got to I keep quit looking. Now we're all I'm just waiting on you. I'm open. <laughs> I just opened the top. So what Wait. I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna pull. Oh, what are we waiting for? Oh no! I just I can see the stats on the back of the bottom card, and it's just minor league right. stats. So I might have a rookie card. Spoilers. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good news, though. I would think. Um, so let's do. Uh, well, I think just yeah, we'll go in order. We'll all pick a card, and then we'll go like just one at a time. Go from there, and then who wants to go first, or how do we want to do this? Be, I mean, order counts because pick someone good first that. No one else can get so, it. Yeah, since uh, if order counts, do we snake back? I was going to say, I feel like snake draft is the way to do, do snake it. Draft? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I'll go but, first. Uh, what, I mean, I, mean, I don't have a good player, though, so it does not really matter, I guess. <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't, I'll go, it doesn't I'll matter go, either I'll go. way. I just so what's order? You and then who? You, me. Uh, does somebody else want to go second? So we got I, eight lives. Yeah, let's go age-wise. Age-wise? Age-wise. So then, is that you, Peter? Yeah, I think I'm the oldest. All right, Peter, you go, then me. Is it Jay, Rob, or yeah. Casey? I don't know who's older. I'm last. I'm 24. Okay. Well, shout out, Griffey. Shout out, Griffey. So, Casey, <laughs> right, right, Pete goes first, and then me, Casey, is last. So, he'll go. I mean, yeah, 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 I'm a, everyone knows. I'm just following it up. <laughs> Maybe open up that that thing. Top card. Are we Pick ready? Top card. Yeah, show that top That's card. Ready. Top card. Yep. Okay. Top card. Pulling from the front. Ooh, who we got? Who is that? The Yankee player. I mean Yankees, so that's good. But Mike Talkman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's Maybe no, no one who's going to get some play time, but all right. You know, he was it's a fitting. You, get a, you pull a Yankee player. Hey, that's it. I like that. Like that. Okay. Starting with the Yankees. We're right. looking good. Mine's also fitting. It's not a Padre player, but I pulled Jake Marisnik. I just pulled the Jake. So go figure. That's funny. <laughs> He's with the Mets now. 
So this is even an updated like team on there. But yeah, he's with the Mets, so he might get some decent playing time. But at least offensively, he's not going to provide too much. We'll see how much play he gets with me. All right, guys. So I've half. I'm not even halfway. Just barely pulled the tip out of uh, deck. <laughs> I'm super excited because he's from Baltimore, baby. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a big pull. Chris Davis, baby. That's oh, yeah. Chris Davis going to come back. <laughs> Whoa, let's go. So, uh, for what he's getting paid, the stats. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny to come up with, like, different theme, like, each week to week. We have to, like, put a roster together that of players that are 10 million or more on payroll or something. <laughs> I know. That would be good. All right, boys. You ready for this one? Yeah. We got... A Mariner for about two days, Carlos Santana. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best player so far. Yeah, it's definitely the best player so far. Sure. All right, Pretty you get to go again, Casey. All right, here we go. Pulling for the middle of the deck this time. We're going to go switch it up a little bit. We got Josh Van Meter. Whew. Okay. Hot pick. The Reds. <laughs> All righty, let's go. Okay. Um. So I'm next, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I got a Met. Cespedes. Oh, Med. Not like you don't even Rosario. know. Rosario. <laughs> Ahmed Rosario. He's a starting shortstop. Oh, that's a good pull. Right. That is a good pull. He got some stolen base potential there. All right. Yeah, I like that. After Jake, it is... Oh, is the angel pitcher? Then he's trash. Patrick Sandoval. <laughs> Patrick Sandoval? Yeah. Never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I haven't All heard right. of her either. <laughs> All righty. I'm looking at... Oh. David Price. Oh, a Dodger. Okay. 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 That's a good pull. Reliable. Give me some innings. All right, you go oh, again. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Me again. And then we're oh, looking at... Uh, a Mike Trout. No, I can see the oh, name on the back. You could be watching yourself. Roman Quinn. Never heard of him. No, he's a speed fourth outfielder type. Fifth outfielder type, maybe. Yeah. All right, me again. Philly, Here we so. go. From Patrick Sandoval to David Fletcher. David Fletcher? Yep. Okay, that's not bad. I got him in my other pack, man. I Freaking pulling duplicates over right here. <laughs> you did packs oh and you're getting cheapos. Oh, jeez. I need to go to a different target and get uh, some packs. Like <laughs> <laughs> a Boston player. I don't know if that's good or bad. If it's Mookie, it could be Mookie. Andrew Kashner. Oh, okay. okay. That's de decent. Just probably just not going to get too much. I don't know if he's on a team anymore, if he's still with them or not. He was with Padre for a while, though. Ooh, Jordan Alvarez, boys. Ooh. Casey's got the power oh. so far. Power in my lineup right now, yep. boys. You got some nice balls. Who is it? Uh, Jordan Alvarez. Never heard of her. I mean, <laughs> so, you're sporting a lot of cheating over there. But. <laughs> See, right. my last right, boys. pack had so many Astros. I was like, we can get this crap out of here. Hey, if it buzzes, it buzzes. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, my next pull, my next pull, Clayton Kershaw. Better hope no! that <laughs> he's actually getting like players he can use. <laughs> yeah, free Casey. 
I need to check. I need to check your pack. Yeah, oh, this is sure ridiculous. He's mixing in the one know? pack with thirty-two <laughs> cards. He no, he went and bought that sixty-dollar freaking like Look at that. the booster oh, box. Yeah, he's just pulling out players. <laughs> he put he put those ones in a pack like this. He bought this pack, hey, 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 it out, hey. and replaced it. Hey, it, uh, just because the Astro cheat has been, I can't cheat. I'm a Mariners fan. I gotta, I gotta get some wins somehow. I can cheat too. <laughs> Put some crappy ones later to make us think not, but yeah, no, yeah. we know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Ready for mine? Anto Blue Jay. Brent Orton. What a stud. <laughs> the total uh, 61 walks last year. Gotta love that. Marcus Thornton? You did. Brent Thornton. Is he a pitcher? Yeah, for Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll be in the rotation this year, so that might work. I think if I'm thinking of the right guy, I might not even be thinking of the right guy. All right, it's me. On from David Fletcher to don't be another angel player. Anthony Ooh. K. Let's give it up for Anthony K. All right, that a boy, freaking lefty. Take that. All right, oh, it's a We're rookie card. At... We got this our first. We got our first rookie card. Here we go. I'm looking at a. Alex Colomb, pitcher from the White Sox. Okay. He might get you some saves. He was with the Rays. He was a good Rays closer for a while. Andrew Kashner, a little detail. I don't know if you guys know his history, the transaction history. He was traded from the Cubs to the Padres for Anthony Rizzo, one for one. So we can tell you how that one worked out. Oh, dang. Yeah, that (laughs) worked out real good. Solid. Yeah. My next one is, oh, let's go, baby. Pete Alonzo, you got the freaking pack cover person. Same name, and we're getting some power in the lineup. Oh, geez. That's what we like to see. He got a viable player. All right, my next player. Bryce Harper! Let's go! Oh, you did not. How do you get freaking Bryce Harper? We got a player now. Way to steal the momentum. Come on, dude. I'm getting gypped over. Look at his face. It's like what I just had to. He's pumped. Yeah, was that a Philly Fanatic headband he's got on? Yeah, Philly Fanatic's oh, got like man. the eyeballs and like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> you guys are all getting freaking high paid, like good players. Well, I, I guess Pete Alonzo's not. Yeah, I hope you get somebody that got high paid player. Ash cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roger. Not too bad. First baseman, second baseman. I'm not seeing a lot of stats in the back. Um, no, there's not. He's this is what fourth year, 15, 16. There's no 17. Must have been injured. Max Muncy. What? Max Dino Muncy? Monty. Gosh dang it, he's good. He's a freaking all star player. Freaking Chris Davis. Half halfway through the packs, these are starting to hit up. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> all right, Casey, let's see this right. double pull. You better pull some uh, shit here, Casey. Brandon Bell. Okay, decent. He's not going to get playing time over Jordan Alvarez and Carlos Santana. No, no, not at all. Uh, this double pull we got. Okay, we got a John Lester. He oh. has some innings. Ooh. Casey's like filling out his whole rotation. Jeez, or his whole freaking roster. <laughs> out of first pack. Wait, did you, did you pull the all-star team pack? Or like, what the fuck are you doing over there? I don't know, man. Extra. <laughs> he's he's getting under investigation, just like you. <laughs> I tell you that right now. Say, I'm in the same division. Leave me alone. 
Okay. Padres player? Oh. Andres Munoz. Who? Sure. Oh, Munoz. dude, he throws over 100 miles an hour. He's good. I think he got hurt, though. <laughs> he's actually really good really he'll be a really good reliever but i don't not maybe not this year <laughs> we'll see yeah all right we go on from bryce to uh who's that baltimore pitcher michael givens like actually only like good arm from that bullpen so it's all right we take it i think he might get some saves not many save All opportunities right. in Baltimore, but yeah, <laughs> there's only about 30, probably like 15 opportunities this year. So, all right, I got oh, there's a lot of stats. Merrill Kelly, oh, dude, he's a KBO player, back. he came from the KBO, did he? Yeah, there he we go. That's a nice connection. So he had some yeah, if you, hey, if you guys don't know, people listening, we shouted out, we talked a lot about the KBO and episode so check that out just quick okay. keep, keep going then i got uh ken giles another pitcher i'm getting a lot of pitchers we're gonna oh, have hey, to you got a closer right there that's nice do something about that but yeah we're at the mixing trades all right well, trades. michael no. givens to that's Starling castro no that's Starling castro that's an everyday player right there that's a everyday player for the triple a miami marlins mm-hmm. there <laughs> <laughs> we go this one feels good texture on the card feels like it's a little bit thicker what might be something good mm. well it's a double and use it oh it's a duo alright next Excuse week me? next we got a uh... Doesn't Alonzo? Alonzo? Yeah. Wait, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. What is this? Is it like a specialty thing? Yeah, it's not a real card. It's like the Scott stat, so we don't oh, we don't still- want that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this? Two in a row. Come on now. Casey, go again. You're up again, dude. If you pull another one of those things, I'm from quitting. Merrill Kelly, huh? He's, he's already picked. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's super stupid. That probably means I got Alvarez coming in my deck later. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait Pete, was your Pete, was your Pete Alonzo a, a legit Pete Alonzo or is it a one of those like weird cards? Because if it's not, you got Ooh. you might not have Pete. Oh, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Pete. Ooh. Ooh. We'll have to inspect that. Um, work. We'll see if it qualifies. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to need yeah, some proof. Okay. Uh, so I'm up. Yep. I'm up. Here, I got to go this way. I'm, I can't look at it yet. Give it a few spins. So I just got. He's not amazing. He's not. It's not my trout. <laughs> Give me a team. Give me a team. I'll tell you. Cardinals. Uh, Yachty. Damn right, it's Yadier Molina. Let's wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a good card to pull right go. there. That's a nice, That's That's awesome. a nice pull for you. Got my catcher, dude. Freaking, let's go. Jordan Yamamoto. He's a good, he's solid. He's more, I'm more excited about him than starting Castro. <laughs> yeah, right. starter. I'm going. He's part of the Yelich deal, I think. Mauricio Dubon, shortstop for the Giants. 
haven't heard of him. I don't know a lot about him, so. Yeah, Mm. who knows? Next. All right, me. Go from Jordan, Yomamato. Hey, 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 hey. Respect the rules. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Damn it! Nice Get rid of it. Toss it. That's the rule. You that toss it. He's Get rid of that. It. I trust it. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Sticking that in the drywall if I get him. Oh. All right, that's that's a waste. Damn it to hell. Oh, we go this way. Is that Aaron Nola? That's Aaron Nola. Hey, okay. Yeah, let's go. I got like the two Ooh. best Philly players. Yeah, seriously. Mm. I'm going to be rooting for the Phillies this year, man. <laughs> going to have to get a hat. Let's go. Do another one. you be kidding me. Of course. Guess the worst possible card you can pick. It's a team card. <laughs> what team is it? We picked him. No, 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 <laughs> no, okay. no, it's worse than that. A Marlins team Marlins? card. Oh, Houston oh. Astros, dude. Oh. In the wall. Oh. <laughs> team card. Jesus. Why are you getting oh, these geez. weird cards already? I haven't hit a weird card. All right. Yeah, me neither. Um, I got Sean Doolittle. Okay. Decent. Yeah, that's solid. What do you mean? That's great. Uh, and then we got Charlie Kluberson. So, all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the utility infielder for the Braves. Someone gets hurt, he fills in. Yeah. This process is kind of like, you know, fingering the whole thing, but like with the card going in and out of the pack, it makes, me, it, makes it better. Oh. You're be kidding me. Another <laughs> team card. Oh, do you guys have the card? Washington <laughs> Nationals? You guys got the World Series match from last year. <laughs> Stop fingering the cards and maybe it'll work out better. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching them. Don't touching them until I get them. All right. Aaron Nola to Willie Adamas. Everyday shortstop. We take that for the That's race for a winning fun. team. We take that. Okay. All right. I'm got. Uh, Caleb Smith. Oh, solid. The other good, pretty good pitcher oh, yeah. from the Marlins. Dr. K for the Marlins. Yeah. Punches. And then we got a. Uh, did, did it say that on the freaking card? Max Scherzer, baby. Well, that's like a World Series thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey. I'm getting excited, Pete. Some shit. I'm going to take a minute. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You're hey. telling me I've pulled three freaking team cards, practically. <laughs> oh, oh goddamn. Willie Adamas, too. Oh, that's a team card. Cubbies. That's it's like Chicago Cubs. Best team in that division, though. At least. Better watch your damn mouth. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Astros pitcher. I mean, Terrell's, how do you say that? A-R-M-E-N-T-E-R-O-S. Um, I believe it's called Cheater. That's how you pronounce that. <laughs> well, I agree, but <laughs> you can't even read that. It's too yeah. <laughs> Total five years. Oh, wait. Right. I might have been a rookie. You got a rookie? No. Yeah, RC in the bottom right-hand corner. Yeah, rookie rookie card. card. Nice. That's the second rookie card Ready. in fold. I've got your boy, Jackie Bradley Jr. Okay. Good. Like that. And then we got uh, some weird ass card. It's of Mookie Betts, but it's not a card. 
<laughs> no, those ones are cold. That's that tough. Those are cold. That's tough. I thought I had my rotation pitcher, but <laughs> your ace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm seeing the edge of this card. It's like silver, shiny. So it's not going to count. Hopefully, it's on team. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's another team card. I hope you get three team cards. What? Oh, oh, it's Chris Davis from Athletics. Well, you got both Chris Davis. You got both Chris Davis. Dude, that card. Who's that card though? That's awesome. Who's yeah, that card? Yeah, that's right. First off, twenty dollars on freaking. I'll send you. Just send me your Venmo. We'll get that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I went from the Cubbies to Lindor. Oh, Wait, is it one of those weird ones, though? It's a jank card. doesn't count. Oh, it's like Tops Home Run Challenge. We're going to have to look at our cards, back at our cards, all the ones I threw. I'm going to have to get them again, and we're going to have to see like how many per deck are jank. <laughs> really like, oh, 16 cards. You get six. six like, jinks, or, yeah. Obviously more than that. But All right, I got Emilio Pagan. Oh, yeah, reliever for the Padres. He's gone the Padres now. Oh, he's gone the Padres? Yeah, he's really good. Never a good sign when you got a Padres player. It is a good sign when they're (laughs) going to win. Oof. Verlander. Wait, is that a real Verlander? It's a one like that I had with Alonzo. Not that you wanted you know it. You anyway. talked about how you hated him last episode. What is what you do with those? I don't give a shit. Between your fingers and you toss that. It's Alonzo. It's Alonzo that's up for debate here. No, you got that doesn't count. You got your that card. That doesn't count. Nope. What was that? In a 1960 card. He's on my team. Frank Robinson, baby. Let's go. Let's go, Frank. Back then. That's in the chat for Frank. Um, Oh, I just got a great player. But yeah, he doesn't play anymore. I mean, Gwen. You got Gwen? (laughs) Yeah. Can I have that card? Um, for sexual favor, sure. Uh, no, I'll give, you Fra- I'll give you Frank and a Chicago Cubs card. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what I got. Uh, another one of these shit cards. Mookie Betts in like a weird ass fedora hat. What the hell? That is second, second week, Mookie. Oh, got another weird card. Uh, a weird, like, Charlie Blackman card. That's garbage. Wait, no, no, that's what, uh... That's that what one, that's what, uh Chris like, Davis you know, that's. I think that one's probably going to count. That's more of, like, a rarity card. No, it's, oh, like, no, a no, weird uh, card. I don't know. I, you, I, I, you guys, I haven't come I, across it. <laughs> Anyways. It's a so weird... It may be... It's weird. That's what I have, but I feel like, yeah, this is like, it's I mean, not like a team card or anything. It's still a player, but it's, yeah, like yeah. what Jake said, more of like the rarity or like. Perfect. Then we'll count that and Pete Alonso. Well, no, no, no. The difference, I think, is that it's not like a series or anything. It's not like a home run leader or like World Series performer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like up a team debate. card, yeah. It's, it's still up like, for debate. Yeah, you're right. We'll, we'll update we next. for debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 3v1, so. Later. All right. Well, that was yeah, your second game. Yeah, that was two. He had the fedora Mookie. 
I had I just got the same card like as uh How Chris about you all the stats? Hey, you ready for this, Pete? You. Can you see who that is? That's the mother John Carlos yeah, stand right like, there, bitch. Stan, holy sh- Those those are not countable. Stan's always the guy <laughs> yeah. I get in fantasy. Anyways, I'm up. Frank to is that Chris Archer? Ooh, is that Archer? Uh, is that well, he, I think he just had like a freaking season-ending surgery. Oh. Hey, quick question, right. guys, before we go to the next one. Hold on, Pete. Who, does anyone know who this uh, Gunna Wing is? That's my brother. In our... What is Okay, yeah. perfect. Double check. You're good. Shout out, Jake's brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, We're thanks not. for watching. I appreciate it. Okay, that's good. My that's boy. one of those cards. Is that Gary Sanchez? Yeah, we're not going to count boy, these cards Gary. for sure. My- <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know what we were thinking. Gary. That's for sure. Oh. My boy Gary. I mean, those cards are going to be like the best cards then because oh. they're always like player then, cards. Yeah, they're a better great player. For me and Casey. Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda. <laughs> hey, you're welcome for that trade. Never I mean, it didn't work out for either of us. Yeah. <laughs> Waste of both our franchises. Is that George a George Springer? Oh, we pulled a George Springer. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, is, it, is it legit or is it a, one of yeah, those weird it's a cards? Legit one. I got him oh, on my other pack too. No, I better check for his buzzers. Yeah, I don't know if he's getting played. Is there a bump on his chest on that card? No, yeah, there is a little bit below the wire now. I only have two cards left. Pete and Jake, do you guys only have one? Yeah, I only have one. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, second last card. Daniel Palka from the White Sox, DH. Yep. It's, mm, he had one. Like, yeah, last year he had like good home run numbers. The year 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, last year he was in the minors for yeah. a part, but he had 27 and 20. Because Elo, Eloy Jimenez came up. <laughs> Casey, your last two? <laughs> My last two, we'll start off with Chase Anderson, Milwaukee Brewers. He's healthy. And something. Christian Stewart, outfitter for Detroit. I'm done. That's it for. No, he's got. That's all right. You pulled a lot of good cards early. (laughs) Seriously. My last card Ian Insler. He's freaking in the front office, dude. He's not a player. It's ridiculous. Like you have like six usable cards. <laughs> yeah, I want to count how many cards. Yeah, we Ian have. Kinsler, the Padre legend, he in his like final game he did where he struggled super hard and the fans were like, "You suck, dude." He hit a home run. He comes back and he flips off the crowd and says, okay. <laughs> "Now he's in our front office." That's perfect for Bayron. Right, my last card, catcher from the Tigers, Jake Rogers, rookie card. Oh, open with the Jake, close with the Jake. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There you go. I got, oh. Oh, my Bobby gosh. Baez. No. Bobby Baez, baby. That is a great that guy's ass, dude. Jake Carr, damn. From the damn. best team in the division as well. Look at that. What did I tell you about that vice? What I tell you about that vice? You're going to get real familiar with the vice, brother. Hey. <laughs> Do what you got to do. Best shortstop in the division. <laughs> Best team in the division. That's none. 
Pete was like right. Javi Baez. I thought maybe I pulled the best player, then Pete pulled Javi Baez. He might be the best yeah, player. Javi pulled. Baez, yeah. I fucking should have Bryce Harper too, but. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Anyways, all right. So that was fun. I enjoyed that.